Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the DH Pod, Designator Hitter Pod. Giant Bass here, about to bring it to you. Uh, very excited inaugural episode. Um, just something we want to do for a while, and uh, just bringing our thoughts to the people. John, how are we doing today? We're doing good. We're doing good. I'm getting ready for this. I'm ready for a little healthy banter. Um, I'm hoping we get some fan interaction too, as well. You know. Um, it's all it's all for fun here, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting it going. Yeah, yeah. No, we're excited, um, and we really just want to just bring some good content, right? Um, you know, this isn't going to be, you know, first take or you know, skipping Shannon, right? We're going to debate on a few topics, of course, right? You got a you got a Yankees fan. You can see the flag back there. You know, we're we're representing the being over here for all my Northeast followers here, but um, you know, we're going to come together. Got a pod going, and, and we're excited to, to bring some good content to the people. So, um, I mean, let's jump right into it, John. Um, you know, just a little segment. Everyone does a little buy and sell, right? What's hot? What's not? Um, we want to give our takes here, and we'll start off with you, John. What are we buying? What are we selling? Let's let's hear it. All right. I am buying the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. Uh, Denver Broncos are rumored to be up for sale. What better way to own a team to, to have Russell Wilson as your starting QB? Yep. You're nothing in this league if you don't have a QB. And it's time to let Russ cook. It really is. I, I like it. I, I like the receivers that he has. I like, you know, the, uh, the opportunities around him. I think this is a good fit for him. I'm buying the Broncos and Russell Wilson. Love it. Also, I don't know if you heard today, but apparently – Mr. Russell Wilson is recruiting Bobby Wagner to the Denver Broncos, um, who was just released by the Seattle Seahawks uh, after a 10 year run. And, you know, talk about their defense just getting so much better. Their team just getting so much better. Oh, yeah. Russ doing a little bit of little recruitment, Russ, in the building. I love to see it. Um, excited to see Russ. That's a great, great, great buy. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to stick in the same realm as you. But uh, just on a bigger scale, I'm buying free agency in the NFL. Um, mm -hmm. It's an exciting time. You know, for those of you who don't know, uh, I was fortunate enough to play football uh, in the great state of Rhode Island at Bryan University. And um, football guy, football purist here, but, you know, sports guy. I don't want to limit myself. But this is just an exciting time. It's always an exciting time. Um, you know, players having freedom to cash in on big checks. Obviously, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of the New Orleans Saints, excited to see what they do. Like John said, you don't you don't you can't contend if you don't have a quarterback. Uh, I'd say we are in the quarterback market, but a lot of moving pieces. Um, there has been a changing of the guard, if you will, when it comes to the quarterbacks in the NFL. And, you know, the young guys, the Mahomes, the Herberts, the Burroughs, um, those guys are, are taking the league by storm. And, you know, I'm hopeful that we can add that to our list. But again, just a bunch of guys moving around, cashing in and, um, you know, teams. Nobody are, does free agency like the NFL. I, I mean, it's just, Nobody it's, it's incredible. That. It's incredible. Yeah. And, and the thing that I think is going to propel teams to be more active. I mean, look at our current Super Bowl champions, LA Rams. Talk about a team that mortgaged their future. I mean, they don't have a first round pick till probably 2029. They don't care, right? Because yeah. championships live forever. We don't know who those players are going to be. Um, you know, they sold the farm for for their assets, and and it paid off tenfold. So, you know, I think a lot of teams are going to start following that motto and that mantra, and and as they should, as they yeah. should. It's going to be an exciting time in NFL free agency. Already is a couple moving parts, and um, it's just something I buy. Got to buy that yeah. right now. It's hot. Solid buy right there. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm excited, man. I I don't know what the G-Men are going to do this year. It's going oh, to be a tough the year for the old The G-Men need, need a lot of pieces here, need a lot of pieces. So. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> I'll say this, though. I'll say this, though. Foundationally, the New York football giants, as they're, uh, as they're known, have made some some kind of front, front office changes, right? They've kind of scrapped some leadership and, and added some new folks to the fold and, you know, NFL is a top-down business, right? Starts with a, a good owner, good general manager, good president, right? I mean, you look at the Rams, right? They're, they're the kind of the motto of success right now. And, you know, 
there's just a lot of continuity. And I think you guys are starting to build the same way and we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to put it. Starting to build. Um, I think we got a good coach. I think we got a good GM, but we'll see. We'll see. Gotta, um, gotta put the pieces together. In terms of a sell, <laughs> I'm going to go with Brittany Griner. <laughs> I mean, talk about the worst possible time to get stuck with the devil's lettuce, caught with the devil's lettuce. I mean, she in Russia, you know her sentence is up to 10 years? 10 years? Yeah. I mean, they can keep her. We don't want her. I mean, (laughs) I mean, talk about worse. I mean, she's on her own right now. It's you're not going to be able to negotiate your way out of this one right now. Um, So I'm selling Brittany Garner. I mean, come on, really? Yeah. Talk about just not having a feel. Mix in a clue, Brittany. Yeah. Um, It's just, it's not a good look. No, it's not. It really isn't. And like. Unless they're growing some stuff that she can't get in the states out there, I mean, what what are we doing? You know, flying with contraband back and forth. It's just it just really doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, you know, Brittany, I know a couple people. I'm well connected in these streets. If you ever see the light of day again, I'll hook you up so you don't have to get caught in Russia or whatever the case you. Are. It's just it's just not a smart play, and uh, it's just uh, I don't know. Yeah, not so. No, it's a great sell. It's a great sell. Um, <laughs> if I had to sell anything, I hate to hate to keep it in the NFL room, but Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is. I'm just gonna I'm gonna sell Aaron. Um, you know, he just signed his deal. That's great, or supposedly signed his deal. Whatever it is, he agreed to the deal. He's just a diva. He's a diva of a quarterback. He's a diva of a guy, right? You know, he's. You know, for one one year it's Danica Patrick, and he's getting out. You know, and then the next year it's it's this other chick, and he's always got to be in the news. And you know, you hear more from him than you do about his his girlfriends, his fiancés. You know, he's always he's he's putting his toe on the camera. He's talking COVID. He's mincing words. And even when you think, you know, all right, a deal's done. He's coming back four years, bunch of money, great for you, Aaron Rodgers. He's got to go on Twitter and clarify for the masses. And I haven't signed anything. The details aren't released. Give me a break, please. Just go out there, win a couple playoff games, and maybe win another Super Bowl. It's been a decade since you won a Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers. And uh, it's not looking good because your buddy, Devontae Adams, is uh, not happy with Packers ownership. And um, he's not playing under that franchise tag. So maybe you're going to have to reduce that money a little bit and throw some to your boy. Uh, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> I mean, Rogers is doing it for the unvaxxed. I mean, look, I mean, he's, look, 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 he, he's just he loves him up. some Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just he's just he's just stirring up a bunch of stuff. I mean, he just needs to go into politics if he really wants to do all this stuff. But mm-hmm. I got to sell Aaron Rodgers. Just uh, you know, respect him as a player, right? I mean, one of the most talented players we've ever seen play the game at that position. But ultimately. I'm not here for the antics, right? I'm here for the play. So selling Aaron Rodgers. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I so. got I got one more sell for us here. Oh, here I'm gonna go, go with uh, Lululemon sneakers. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna catch some heat for this. Um, there goes the endorsement, Lululemon. John. There goes the endorsement. Yeah, yeah. Lululemon's gone. Okay. Take it off they've the got, table. Hey, they've got great apparel. They've See? got great apparel. Oh, it's good quality. It, it might be a little bit more expensive, but it's great quality, and they stand by behind it. But the sneakers, they're coming out with a women's line. It's called Bliss Feel or something like that. Um, I mean, do we need another sneaker in the market? Do we really? I mean, how many people are going to come out with sneakers? You got Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Noble. Um, you know, the list goes on. The On, I think it is, or On Cloud, whatever it's called. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm not really buying it. I think they should have just acquired somebody. They're starting. They have to start from scratch in terms of this branding, and I mean, how much technology is really different in the sneakers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least the price point's decent. At like, I think it was supposed to be a hundred thirty bucks. Um, you know, decent compared to other sneakers. You know, training sneakers. But I just don't think the market needs another sneaker. I know the Lulu, you know, crowd is going to come after me, but just I don't think we need it. I'm selling. Uh, yeah, you're going to catch a ton of heat for that, John. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, 
That's so be it. Yeah, I you know I I'm not a I'm not opposed to Lulu, right? But um, you know, a little too rich for my blood. I know they have a cult like following, um, but you might catch some heat. I agree though. I think the market is saturated. Maybe it's because it's cheap to to make shoes, right? You know, there's not a lot of product that goes into it, so they can sell it for a high margin. But I mean, yeah, they do so well. Yeah, your margins are great on sneakers. I mean, yeah, but you do, <laughs> but they're already doing so well. Their margins have to be good on clothes too, because that shit ain't cheap yeah. either. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it's it's. Uh, I'll, I'll give you this: it's a risky sell. You know, there goes the Lulu endorsement for us, John. But it seems like you didn't want it in the first place. So we're just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, I love. I, I wear a couple pairs of their sneaker or not sneakers. Geez, See, there you go. See, they got you. They got you. Your I'm sure. I'm sure the sneakers are going to turn out great. I sh- I'm sure they are. But I mean, it's just tough to take on Nike. Yeah. Everybody tries to do it, and Nike owns the market. Yeah. They just no, do. That's so, fair. That's fair. Good luck to Lulu. Also, rocker shorts and shirts and stuff. It's good stuff. But yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Well, you know, I do want to take the time here, and and again, this is our, our first episode. Thank you for for whoever's t- tuning in and, and giving us a listen, giving us a like, giving us a follow. We appreciate it. Um, again, we're doing this for you, but you know, the dynamics of this podcast are, you know, we got John, a, an accomplished baseball player in his prime. Um, you know, myself, uh you know, decent safety. Um, we are the DH pod. We are the designated hitter pod. And a part of that is baseball, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, rooted, it's rooted in in what we do, um, what we enjoy, what we love, what we've grown up on. And um, I want to start off with, the, with a little segment behind the dish with John. And uh, John's going to talk through a couple of things that have just been on his mind. And obviously, the MLB has been in the news uh, over the past we'll call it six to eight weeks. And uh, John's got something he wants to get off his chest here. So we're going to give John some time and uh, bring you guys behind the dish with John. Major League Baseball pisses me off. They really do. I mean, let's start talking. Let's get right into it in this lockout here. You have millionaire owners, or billionaire owners, and millionaire players, right, arguing about money. First of all, who's going to win? The billionaires, because they have all the leverage. True. I understand what the what the players are trying to do. They want some small market teams to be more competitive. They want some of these owners to spend money on the team instead of put it in their pocket. But it's just a bad look for baseball. You have the situation with Ukraine and Russia and COVID and people losing their jobs and inflation through the roof. And you have somebody that makes $50 million a year arguing about, hey, you know, some of the players deserve more money. We deserve more money. I get it. I, I'm all for everybody making as much money as possible, but it's just bad timing. It yeah. really, it's just a bad look for baseball. Sure. You know, the players got the minimum salary bumped from 500000 to 700000 which is, you know, a, a good increase. At the end of Sizable. the day, the owner, the owner still won at the end of the day. They always will. Um they had to tweak revenue sharing. Um, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but there's just so much going on yep. that it's just frustrating. I mean, you have big market teams that share revenues with small market teams. So you have, let's just take, for example, the Yankees that are a larger market team and the Orioles that are a small market team. So the Yankees share some of their revenue with the Orioles. So let's just take a number like $60 million goes from the Yankees revenue to the Orioles, right? Fair. Now the Orioles are taking that 60 million and not even putting it into their team. Their ro- their roster, their salary is like 55 60 million for the year. So that is just the Yankees paying for their salary. That doesn't include any of the revenues that they've already made. So the rich are becoming richer is what you're saying. It's just it's just baffling to me. Now, ML, let's let's get away from the lockout because it's over. There's so many other parts that I didn't even get into yep. to spare people. Yep. Let's get into MLB free agency. Yeah, there we go. There's 300 free agents available at the end of the lockout. End of the lockout, right? Yep. It was supposed to be a huge frenzy. Guys signing left and right, yep. left and right. It is March 14th. Carlos Correa hasn't signed. 
Freddie Freeman's in strong discussions with the Dodgers. Trevor Story hasn't signed. You've yeah. got numerous guys that haven't signed. Camp started. Yeah. And we're going into M- NFL free agency. Yeah. So who's going to take the spotlight? Yeah. 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 This is just the MLB. Just Rob Manfred just doesn't. He just doesn't know how to promote major you know, baseball, and that's just what frustrates me. Yeah. It's just. There's there's a couple of things, John, and, and I and I appreciate you kind of just keeping it together there because I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot behind the curtain. There's a lot of things that need to be done, and uh, you know I'll try and address a few things. And again, I'm no baseball purist, but you know I just feel like baseball has just always been behind the curve, right? Post this steroid era, baseball has been behind the curve. Right. I remember as a kid watching baseball and ESPN tuning in to, you know, Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and those guys. And, and the game was fun. The game had some juice. It had some excitement. At this point, I feel like, you know, it's third on the totem pole. NFL is a big they're dog. Trying, they're trying to bring back the excitement that was in the past. They're trying to change the manipulate the baseballs and whatnot. And they're trying to do like a pitch shot clock essentially but it's all it's all just wrong the pace of play is the length of a football game is the same amount of time as the length of a baseball game it comes out to like three and a half hours or so but it's the amount of action yeah in the games yeah yeah and it's just you have lulls there. I'm glad they they got rid of pitchers hitting, so they have a universal DH. Yeah, which we is got great. it. I, Long I never overdue. want to see a pitcher hit ever again. Yeah, ever no, again. No thanks. Um, but it just Major League Baseball, unfortunately, for the past couple of years now, has been anytime they're in the news, it's for something negative. Yeah, that's it's fair. Never anything positive. That's fair. Yeah, and it's just a shame. It's just a shame, and. I hope there can bring there can be some change here because honestly the youth aren't really getting into baseball. No. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, and it it's is true. a great sport. It's just they're not getting into baseball. The average age I think is like fifty four years old. That's not gonna work. It's yeah, not gonna I work. I think the NBA the average age of, of people watching is like thirty something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just we need to get younger kids watching. I mean they do a commercial every once in a while with Mike Trout, you know, like let the kids play. Come on, man. Nobody watches fucking people play on the West Coast. It's 10 o'clock at night and the game is on. It's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody on the East Coast and a lot of people watch baseball on the East Coast a ton. I think it's more popular on the East Coast than the West Coast. Don't quote me. But nobody on the East Coast watches a 10 o'clock baseball game. No. They don't know the Machado's. The Tatis Juniors who just got hurt. The Trout. Oh, yeah, sucks I for mean, him. They Worst don't know injury. these guys. They they go over there and it's a and it's they're they're gone. Yeah, they're in the shadows. They're in the shadows. I they're mean, gone. you know, talk Batani, about Otani. Another yeah, one. There you go. I mean, it, it, and I agree, John. And like to to your point, it's like you know some of these stars go out to the West Coast, and mind you, you know, there's a lot of money out there. But you know, again, being a Red Sox fan, you know, Mookie Betts, like I, I just don't hear from the guy anymore. Right. Like I just, yeah. you don't, you don't hear about his stat line. You don't really hear about a big game. You know, he's playing, you know, their, their first pitch is at 10, 10 PM. And I just, I, I just can't, I can't yeah. get myself excited to do that. A LeBron James on the West coast. Absolutely. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll get, a, I'll get up for that. Right. I mean, so, let's stick with LeBron James. LeBron James on Twitter has more followers than every single major league baseball player combined. That's a problem. That's one person. But okay, and John. LeBron is probably the most influential athlete. Right. You took you took the seen. big dog. You took the big dog. Yeah. Yeah. But still, that's that's a problem. That's a problem. Is it? Well, is that an MLB problem as much as it is a, you know, a, a just kind of the type of player that you have that plays baseball because it's, you know, there obviously there's more there's more people on the on the feet. Well, I guess on aggregate, but whatever the case is, like, obviously you have bigger personalities with basketball and, you know, you can kind of, you follow those kids, you can follow them from a younger age, right? You hear about some, some young kids in the, you know, in high school getting drafted and they kind of have to pave their way through the minors, but in basketball, you hear about these kids when they're 15, 16 years old, they got mixtapes, they got all this stuff. And it's like, you know, they build up that following 
when they are young kids. So is that a baseball issue or is that just a product of the type of player that's playing baseball? Uh, it's a, it's a mixture of everything. I mean, you also have a ton of players coming from an international. So you also kind of, you don't know a lot of those guys, Sure. like the Yankees, for example, they have Jason Dominguez, who is supposedly, you know, going to be the next big thing. Is but that the Martian? Just, yeah. The Martian. Oh, yeah. What a name. But Shout out to that guy just, for that name. My <laughs> goodness. The Martian. But a lot of people just don't know them unless they're like deeply in tune with the game yeah they're they gotta be diehards versus like lebron in high school everybody everybody knew lebron in high school yeah but i think it's also be just like let the players have more of a personality on the field like lebron has you know sneakers left and right all these guys have sneakers steph curry's got sneakers. everybody's got even the mid-tier guys have sneakers yeah yeah so but you know you, you see major league baseball guys that get fines for having certain stuff on their sneakers now if it's promoting their own brand or whatever, saying something derogatory on the sneakers, I get you can't have that. But like, yeah, I don't know. Just let them, let them like establish their own brand and you know promote it. And yeah, yeah, it just, is kind of crazy because you have guys like you know um, like a Kawhi Leonard, right? He's got his claw. Like his his whole thing, you know. Kyrie's got his own brand. Obviously, LeBron has his brand. Allen Iverson back in the day with, you know, a lot AI, of the things yeah. that he did. AI and you know, all those guys had their own, you know, because life continues after the sport, right? Yeah. And I feel like you know, baseball really just, you know, you have to take, you know, pay your dues. You're in this league. You're going to do it by my rules, and that's the way it's going to be. And we've had this conversation before, John. And, and I don't know how much there is. Obviously, I'm not tuned in at that level. But why isn't there, and if there is, why isn't there more collaboration between the major sports in America, right? Like, why isn't Manfred talking to Goodell? Why isn't he talking to Adam Silver, right? Like, those guys should be, you know, uh, uh, they're in the in- entertainment business at the end of the day, right? And if they want to entertain the masses and do it at the best level. Some guys are going to do it better than others, and that's fine. But if you want to promote your game, if you're a Rob Manfred who you'd, you'd like to think the guy loves baseball, he breathes baseball, that's you know his, his favorite thing in the world, right? Wouldn't you do everything you could do to better the game and emulate and take some of the things that these other leagues are doing well to promote your game in the same way, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, you would, you would think, but – they are still competing against one another for viewership. Sure, absolutely. At some point. At absolutely. Some point. But, you know, Rob Manfred is only out for the owners. He's only He only cares about the owners and make, pleasing them yeah. and increasing their revenue. And, honestly, the game has been going downhill, but revenues have been going, you know, up for all these owners and whatnot. Hopefully bringing some baseball to, you know, Amazon and, and, and Apple. Apple, yeah. Get more I did see viewers. That. Yep. The stupid bullshit blackout thing. Yeah, that they that's have just not good for the game. Stupid. You gotta get more eyes on the game. Yeah. You know, fuck the blackouts. Just get make it more accessible. Make it yeah. more accessible just for the youth. Get everybody that you possibly can watching the game of baseball. Yeah. You just you know and, and get some good commentators. I think Major League Baseball needs something like the Manning the Manning show. Yeah. You know, with Eli and Peyton. Yeah, absolutely. They need something like that. And absolutely. they need it with somebody that's not A Rod. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to do it with A Rod and Michael K. I love Michael K. Of course, you know, I appreciate everything A Rod did for the Yankees, but you know, all those roller coasters. But they need they need somebody that can have that play for playful banter yep. like Eli and Peyton has brothers. Yeah. They just and th- those just that's just showing people's you know personalities. They need that for Major League Baseball, and it's not a Rod. People I, hate a Rod. And I'm happy you said that, John. And that's a really, really strong point. It's a good point because for a guy like me, again, I, I you know I know the basics when it comes to baseball, right? And I've learned a lot more um, over the years. But I think the Manny Cast is so important because pe- for people who aren't haven't played the game for five, seven, ten plus years that know the ins and outs of it, especially that position, right? They need to know everything. It helps educate a lot of the the you know the the uneducated when it comes to the game, right? And so yeah. for someone like me, 
I would be just so locked in if we had, you know, a guy who had just retired or is, you know, five years removed, who was a really good player that is talking about the game, talking through the game, whether it's a pitcher catcher combo, whether it's a pitcher hitter combo, whatever it is, kind of digging into the behind the scenes of, you know, there, there's a game within a game, right? Yeah. And for those people who play sports at a, at a very competitive level, you, there's a game that you see and there's a game that you don't, right? Yeah. And you need to have that that peak behind the curtain that really peaks the interest of maybe just a casual fan who's just passing by and is like, oh, I'll watch this again. Like, I'm excited yeah. about this. You have to yeah. bring that excitement. Yeah, and have somebody like, okay, the Yankees are playing the Red Sox. Have Pedro and have, I don't know, somebody like uh, Jorge Posada or yeah. – Derek Jeter or somebody on in the in the cast and say, okay, we're bringing on this guest, this guest, this guest. We're bringing on Barry Bonds. We're bringing on you yeah. Know, here Roger comes Big Clemens. Poppy and Ortiz. Big you know Poppy I mean? and those guys. We're having all these guys come on there, just like just like the Mannings did. Yeah, and they can talk about the small things about the game that you know the average viewer doesn't know. Yeah, you know, throwing at certain pitch counts, what they throw here, why they threw that pitch there. You know, just situational baseball a little bit more. Yep. It doesn't have to get too into the nitty gritties, whatever. Yep. But just something to get people to, you know, watch the game. Yeah, yeah. You need yes. the, You need to. You need to build that excitement. I mean, you know, we threw out a couple of suggestions and a, and a couple of things that we'd like to see, but nonetheless, we feel like anything would help. Right? They need some sort of juice, some sort of life to get back into this game because. You know, it's starting to fade away. It's starting to fade away. I mean, you told me a great story about, um, you know, kids, some kids up in the the Ohio area asking, hey, you know, who's your, who's your favorite Cleveland Indian? And they're talking about guys who aren't even on the team and haven't been on, on the, the team, team for they years. Francisco Lindor. Okay. Yeah. Great. But he's not on the team. Anybody else? Uh, Trevor Bauer. Great. Another Cleveland uh, Guardian, um, oh, but shit. he's not on the team. He's not on the team either. Right. So it's like, if you can't have the youth say, you know, their favorite team, their hometown team, if they can't r- ramble off a couple of the guys, that's a problem. It's a problem. And I'm sorry, this went on a, t- a tangent, multiple different directions. I'm just so fired up about baseball. I'm glad it's back. Um, I hope they can continue to make improvements to the game to get more people watching it. Um, I'm very excited for the season. Yep. Um, you know, I'm excited to watch every single game possible. Soak it all in. That's me coming from. Uh, that's me on the baseball side of things. No, that's good. That's good. And like you said, there's a bunch of free agents that need homes. Hopefully, we'll hear something soon about these guys and some big landing spots, some good contracts coming out here to to continue okay. to better the game. So yeah, and more playoff baseball, which is a good thing. Playoff Love that. baseball. There's, there's nothing like it, honestly. Love that. Um, it's great. It's, you know, I kind of compare it to like playoff hockey. You know how many people don't watch anything in the season, but then playoff hockey, it gets crazy. Oh, fantastic. Playoff baseball, same way. Anything can happen. Anybody can take a series. You know, you got a team that's hot and they take over. So um, playoff baseball is just great to watch. No, and that's great. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that is Behind the Dish with John. A little treat for yourselves. Um, but we're getting to our top five today, and our top five is fast food. Um, you know, fast food is something that, you know, as a kid, I, I definitely got to enjoy more than I do now. Um, whether it's, you know, coming home late from practice and, uh, you know, sneaking in a, in a Big Mac or something and hitting a drive through or whatever the case is. But, um, you know, a little bit of nostalgia here in this top five, but we're going top five fast foods. Uh, yeah, you want to start here, John? What are we doing? Let's 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 start up from oh yeah from five to one here and build. A okay, little bit five of to one, five to one. All right, this is a big topic for me. Yeah, huge. I was kind of all over the map here. Uh, I'm trying to narrow it down to items that I know or places that I know I can go get a reliable, you know, meal. Sure. Um, it definitely changed since I was a kid. Okay. Um, it's good but to know. I'm gonna start off with Firehouse Subs. Wow! Talk about a lot of left fielder. Subs? My gosh, this uh, guy! Firehouse Subs. You go in there, you get a fat, 
sub fat they pound on the meats nice grilled you go to the 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 vending machine for a drink not vending machine but you know what i mean the dispenser you can pick out any of the assortments that they have there talk about a hearty sub <laughs> the chicken bacon ranch they wow. got extra bacon on there firehouse subs is is probably my number five okay wow i'll just tell you right now you're gonna be in the minority but that's okay there's that's no okay. shot go there's ahead no shot go ahead. firehouse subs is great number four i'm gonna go with five guys sure five guys great burger love it yep. I, I get a little frustrated that i have to pay for the fries on the side <laughs> but it's a solid burger mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's better than in and out in and I haven't over. had In-N-Out, so I can't say. I'm not going to comment. I think it's better than In-N-Out. Okay. Anything okay. that you need to – I'll just say this about In-N-Out. Anything that you need to slather all that extra bullshit on there, like the fries, that means it's not good. If you need to add all these extra you know, cheeses and meats on the fries, that means the fries are ass. So I'll just go with that. I love Five Guys. Great burger. Sure. Give me a double. Fair. Three – I'm gonna go with Wendy's. Okay. Wendy's, they got a great, they got a great baconator. Yeah. Their nuggets are good too. Yeah. Their fries, they had a little hiccup there. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> did. I think, but I think they're they back did. with the fries. Yeah. I think so. A little I'm bit more salt on those fries. A little bit more oh, salt on those yeah. fries. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, number two, Mickey Dang Dangs. Yeah. McDonald's. Baby. The thing that's saving McDonald's is their breakfast. Sure. Absolutely. Their breakfast is elite. Absolutely. Is elite. Yeah. I mean, whew, their breakfast is great. Yeah. Now, I feel like garbage afterwards sure. because I'm old. Um, but Mickey Dang Dang's number two. Yeah, fair. Number one, and it was difficult, but I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A for number one. Hear me out. Okay. Let's hear the it. The reason why I'm going with Chick-fil-A is it – at my old age of 30, I don't feel completely like a trash bucket after I eat it. <laughs> I mean, McDonald's, anything else puts me in a blender. Yeah, yeah. Really gets to you. I'm somewhat okay. Their fries aren't that good. Yeah. But their chicken and the Chick-fil-A sauce saves them. I like Chick-fil-A over Polynesian. I'm a big Chick-fil-A sauce guy. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I think that's going to be the... I mean, you're in the majority there. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Polynesian. I like the, I like the little Asian flair they got going on with the Polynesian. I, I do think it's a nice mix-up. It's a little bit sweeter. I just, you know, that's personal preference. But you know, we're getting into the weeds. Yeah, but I, I, I like the chicken sandwich yep. with the pickles, like SpongeBob. Where's my pickles? <laughs> no pickles. Yeah. Um, I like the strips too. I just think it's good. You know what you're gonna get every time. You know, it's it's pretty consistent. Um, and then I'll do one shout out. Um, I, I like Chipotle. Now, the thing with Chipotle is you can't go on Sundays. And I say that because you get the stale chips on the Sundays. Wow. Every single time I've been on a Sunday, you get stale chips. But I like Chipotle. Um, you know, some people hate it. Some people like Kidoba, Kidoba better than Chipotle. I think Chipotle is better. So um, that's shout out. Honorable mention is Chipotle at number six. Number one, I got to stick with Chick-fil-A. You know, you really rounded it out towards the end. Um, you know, the, the firehouse subs off the gate is just a, it's just a really, really bold play. It really yeah. is. Um, because you get the hearty sandwich. I mean, that's is, that's fine. I that's mean, talk fine. about putting Subway to shame. Oh well, I mean, I mean, in comparison to Subway, of course. I mean, you're you're not really reaching for the stars here, but it's in the same. They're this. They're a competitor. A Subway uh, sandwich is like this, well, like with the meat on there, and well, Firehouse is like this. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Pause. But you know, I, I mean, <laughs> um. The thing that Subway has is just they just they have the coverage, right? They're everywhere, right? You go to a gas station, there's a Subway in there. You go to a little, you know, a little, a little Indian market, there's a fucking Subway in there. So you just gotta, 
That's I'd rather get a Tokido from a gas station. See, now, you're just, now you're just getting crazy. I'd rather have a tuna sandwich from a gas station than eat Subway. I mean, you're just going to get food poisoning at that point. I mean. I'd take it. Yeah, that's fair. Over Subway. Except for well, the cookies. I mean, again, just bold play, but rounded it out towards the end. I think you, you know, your top three was, was solid. So uh, I'll jump into mine here. Uh, at number five, this was definitely something that was a staple for me uh, in my teens. And, um, you know, I just have the most great fond memories of this place, and it's Checkers. Some may know it as Rallies. Um, and, you know, Checkers is great because you, you get a good hearty burger. Um, if they double up, they can triple up if you want to. Um, you can get a little milkshake in there, too, if you want. Right. Great fries. Really, really good fries. Um, And just overall, as a whole, as a a, cohesive unit, when it comes to fast food, Checkers checks the boxes. Okay, Um, so that's going to be number five. Number four for me. I'm going to go Wendy's. Wendy's at number four. Now, we've had this conversation before, John, but Wendy's is a place that they don't do anything great, but they do everything good. Okay. Mm-hmm. The nuggets are good. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the fries got a little bit of a touch up, a little bit of a facelift. The fries are good. The burgers are good. Their chicken sandwiches are pretty good too. I'd say their chicken sandwiches are probably the most underrated in the fast food market at this point, mm-hmm. but those are good. Yep. And then you get a frosty. Everyone forgets about the frosty. Right. You dip your fries in the frosty. Yeah, teach his own. Uh, it's not really, I, I don't. It's not really my thing. But if you do, yeah. that's okay. I'm. I, I'm not going to yeah. judge you either way. Right. But talk about a frosty machine that's just reliable. You go to McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Have you ever gone to Wendy's and they said no, we don't. The frosties aren't work. You, you never do. Never. Right. Yeah. Their mechanic deserves a raise. Whoever's yeah. do, fixing up that thing, they're doing it right. Wendy's, number four, solid okay. four spot. Okay. Number three, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A coming in as well. three spot for me. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, some people may be outraged by that. I'm not. Here's the thing, right? I, I understand it's it's a chicken based restaurant. That's fine. I have no problems. I love chicken. Um. The fries are good, right? A little bit overrated. They could throw a little bit more salt on those things. Yeah, a little right? seasoning, Jesus. I mean, Christ. just they just need a little bit more gusto, right? Like, yeah. don't be afraid, you know. And I know they're they pride themselves on their, you know, traditional roots or whatever the case is. But can I get a Cajun fry in there? A little seasoning? Can I get something, something. in there to just mix yeah. it up? Sometimes they need a little bit of gusto. Um, I do what I do like about Chick Fil A. Obviously, the sandwich are solid. Um, I could do without the pickles, but I understand the pickles and chicken sandwich combo. It's kind of a one of those unspoken things that need to happen. Um, the other thing that propels Chick Fil A up for me is the lemonade. I'm a big lemonade guy, mm. right? Getting Sweet the, tea is good too. I mean, it, just the the beverages they do it well. I like the styrofoam cup that they put it into. So they, you know, the details when it comes to service. Right, overall yeah. quality of product, right? Chick fil A at the three spot. Again, doing everything really, really well. Okay. Yeah. Number two, five guys, burgers and fries. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's probably the best fast food burger that you can get out there. Now you pay for it, right? You pay for, you know, the, the quality of burger that you're getting, but the quality is always good, right? Do I like that it's expensive? Do I like that I got to pay extra for bacon? Do I like that I got to pay extra for the fries? No, I don't, right? But if I get what I pay for and it's a good product, they're going to keep me coming back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So five guys, burgers and fries, very, very good. I mean, if you eat five guys at noon, you're not going to need to eat again until maybe 8 p.m., right? It just – it sits in you like a rock. It really oh. does. Oh, you're not moving the rest of the day. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Your day is done. You're done. Sit you're in front done. of the couch. I made the mistake one time done. of grabbing that for lunch at, at work one day, and I just – my productivity was in the negatives. Like, 
I lost the company money that day. So (laughs) it was a, it was a tough day for Bass. And, And number one, shouldn't be any surprise to those who know me. It's McDonald's. Um, and, and the reason McDonald's is number one and, and it probably will always be number one to me is, you know, they have good variety, right? Like you mentioned, I think the breakfast point is huge, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, their breakfast will soak up a hangover like nobody's business. I mean, you go out oh, yeah. there and you double up on those hash browns, you get a nice McRiddle, you can get a biscuit, you can get a bagel, you can get whatever you want. And it's always gonna be rocking. It's always good. Yeah, I'm Bro. crushing four of those. Yeah, no, I mean, teach his own. And no one's ever gonna judge you. No one's ever gonna judge you. The burgers are good. The fries never lack salt. If anything, they could pull back on it a little bit. But you know, I don't even care. the Coca Cola hits different. I don't care. The Coke hits different. The Sprite hits different. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, when I'm in my darkest days. McDonald's is always there for you, right? It doesn't judge you. It doesn't care how much you had to drink the night before. It doesn't matter how hungry you are and how big your order is. It doesn't matter. It's always going to be there for you. And McDonald's coming in at the one spot is just, uh, it's just undefeated. It really is. And um, talk about a product that's been consistent. Now they've had their hits and they've had their misses, right? You know, I'm not a huge filet of fish guy. I'm not a McRib guy. I mean, you know, all that stuff is, you know, they they sold chicken wings for a quick second and it just didn't really work out. Yeah. You know, they'll swing and they'll miss, but their staples are always going to be good. And, and McDonald's is always going to come in at the one spot for me unless something yeah. drastic changes. I mean, I, one that we both kept off the list, Burger King. What? What are they doing? I mean, what are they good at? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I just I mean, nothing, nothing. They're just their they're chicken cheap. fries stink. Cheap. It's just bad. Bad. Uh, it's just not good. I just have no desire to want to go to a BK. And you know, the, to me, the biggest issue I have with Burger King is the name. How are you going to call yourselves Burger King and suck at making a burger? I, I mean, yeah. how are you going to do that? Like that, you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason LeBron calls himself the king, right? Like, ain't nobody yeah. took his throne, right? Yeah. But Burgers can stand by your name. Just fraudulent claims, yep. and they they don't do anything well. Like, you know, they try and be different, have onion rings. Nah, not great. You know, the, the fries, nothing to write home about. I'd say my favorite item from Burger King is their croissant sandwich uh, their breakfast sandwich which is really yeah, good that's pretty fire just yeah, because it's something yeah. that you don't really get and something that you don't really can get on a, on a, on the on the fly that's the best item that they have but yeah. even that doesn't compare to the just the array of items that you can get at McDonald's for breakfast like I'm never going to make the conscious decision on, unless there's you know there's a Burger King three miles away and the next McDonald's is like 15 miles away. You know, I might even have to then. bite the bullet, but <laughs> even then I'm like, it's a, it, I gotta make a decision. Like I, yeah. I, I might, I might go for it. Yeah. What another one that we didn't bring up is Taco Bell. So I had Taco Bell on my list. Um, and it's always going to have a, that was actually going to be my honorable mention Taco Bell. And okay. um, again, a place that has a, has a, Kind of a soft spot for me. I, a lot of drunken nights at Taco Bell, just house and house and soft tacos, hard tacos. I mean, Crunchwrap Supreme, Crunchwrap Supreme, cheesy gordita crunches. I mean, mm, that five dollar box is it, it, it changed the game, it really did. Yeah. It changed the game. I mean, chicken chalupas, I mean, the, the list goes on and on, but I think everyone can, can attest to this is good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, it's I like taking you know, Liam Neeson. You know, you know the after effects. The aftermath. Yeah, you're taking just, the Browns to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got yeah, You know, yeah, you got not, a brown snake playing peekaboo with your bone hole. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> just that's just what you get from Taco Bell. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's just. But from time to, to time, from time to time, it sometimes it's worth it. You know, but it's 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 very occasional. It's very, very occasional. 
So I'll, I'll say just make sure you have some extra TP in the house. Yeah. When you go with the Taco Bell. You might, need a, uh, you might need a wet wipe too there, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say one other thing that I wanted to throw in here about fast food. The best fries in the game, Arby's. Hands down. See, this I, is a I hill will, that you just uh, – that you want to die, die I'll die in the steak of this one. Mm. Arby's is, has the best fries. I will go out of my way to get Arby's fries, Chick-fil-A tenders, breakfast from McDonald's. I mean, those are just staples. Now, yeah, I, mean, I can't speak to anything else at Arby's <laughs> that we have the meats. I I. <laughs> but their fries are great. If you haven't had them, go get them. I mean, I, ha- I haven't had them in such a long time. I have bad, I just have really poor memories of Arby's, you know, whether it's, you know, driving back from a, from a road trip in college and, you know, stopping at Arby's and it's just, I, I'm not a big roast beef guy. So that doesn't really you know, appeal to me. Just, and I just, just get the fries. That's I, it. Yeah. But That's you it. know, why do that? Like if I'm, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, I understand the thought of like, all right, if the fries are this good, like I'll snag it. And then if, if there's a McDonald's in the same plaza, I'll go grab me a meal or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. That's fine. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out of my way to, to make an extra stop. I'm just not, I'm just not. Yeah. Cause half of the time, that food ain't gonna make it till when I get home. Like I'm, eat, I'm scarfing that thing in, the, like in the car. Like it's gone. Uh, oh yeah, you got to get a road snack too. <laughs> so you know, now we're really piling it on, and you know, again, the productivity for the day is just gone. It's out the yeah. window. So oh yeah, but I feel like these are once an occasion type deals. You know, we sure. try and eat healthy, so you know, fast food is usually out for us, but. Every once in a while, you just need to indulge, you know, get a couple, couple and unhealthy choices in there. Yeah, no, no, no that's great. No, I, I mean, I think you know, Johnny, you had some, you had some, some decent ones on there. I, I do think that, you know, I'm interested to hear what the following has to say about Firehouse Subs. And by no means am I trying to throw Firehouse Subs under the bus. Okay, they do have a great quality sandwich. Right. The, 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 oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's really good. I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about it. I do appreciate, you know, the men and women who are, who are going into those homes and saving lives and all that yes, stuff. Like you. they, they represent a, mm-hmm. a really great cause. Um, you know, shout out to firehouse yep. subs for sure. But, you know, when, when I think about top five fast foods, it's just it's just hard to 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 put them in the mix. But again, this your top five. I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to disparage you and, and, and say I, anything. I, I have to. I've got to put some type of sub in there. Just good sub, you know. Well, the others you know, I just can't. The others I just can't get behind enough to 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 put them in the top five. So okay, so let me ask you this then, John. We're, when we're talking about those chain fast food sub places, we're looking at a Jimmy John's. We're looking at a Jersey Mike's, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. the Firehouse Subs, the Subways of the world. You're you're taking Firehouse when it comes to that grouping, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I just think you get you get a you just get a better overall sub. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw out two things out there for uh, maybe some of our followers may not know about these places. I'm sure one of these places they'll know a lot about. Pub Sub is undefeated. All right, you go to Publix and you grab a sub, okay. Um, that's more of an East Coast thing. Um, you know, you'll get a Publix up in the Virginia area. You got a Publix by you, John? You got a Publix, right? We don't in Pennsylvania. It, it really stops, I think, in that Virginia, Virginia yeah. market. Yeah, that Richmond. I, yeah. When we were there, we had them. Yeah. Pub subs. Pub subs awesome. are incredible. Pub subs are incredible. And I'll and if, go and out this. You, go ahead. Uh, and, and, and this is going to be a shout out to you, John. One of the best subs I've ever had in my life. Hoagie Haven. Hoagie Haven in New Jersey. Is that in Princeton, John? Is that Princeton? Yes, New it Jersey? is. I mean, oh, yes, it is. Talk about variety. Talk about. I mean, that sub probably weighed seven pounds. I mean, just yeah. they they don't hold back. You know, you're, you're going to wait a little bit, right? It's going to take a little bit for them to get it all put together. But when they do, gosh, it's worth it. Hoagie Haven, Princeton, New Jersey. Fantastic yeah, I mean, sub. you're ta- you're talking about like your, your you know your intoxicated nights where you have. 
you get a a, a dirty Sanchez, which is the chicken fingers, <laughs> <laughs> the French fries, and the mott sticks with Sanchez sauce on there. <laughs> I mean, the fat lady, you get a cheesesteak, mott sticks, and French fries. Those are hearty subs. You're just soaking up all the 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 booze. Of, um, you know, John, can you clarify for the people who who don't know what a dirty Sanchez is and not we're not talking about the explicit dirty Sanchez? The oh, sandwich. No, 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 I know, the, but the there are going to be people who don't know what that is. Okay. You need to clarify. for ho- the ho- Yeah, for the people, Hoagie Haven, Princeton, New Jersey, they've got a dirty Sanchez sub. It is chicken fingers, mock sticks and French and French fries with the Sanchez sauce on there. It is great. Yeah. No, it is. That, it is. And then they also have a fat lady, yeah. which is the cheesesteak, mock sticks, really and french good. fries. Really good. I mean, you know, these are just great sandwiches. So yeah, just put, puts you in a coma. Well. Yeah, puts you in a coma. Oh, but yeah, I, for sure. I had, to, I had to throw that out there. Again, me being a Florida guy, growing up with pub subs, you know, integral part of, of you know, my childhood. And, man, I, I've lost count of how many I've had. And then for you, you know. I was fortunate enough to to try Hoagie Haven a few times, and you know, worth the price of admission. So I had to oh, yeah. had to shout that out. But yeah, I also have to shout out Wawa too. Wawa is better than Sheets. Yeah, well, anybody you want Wawa is better than Sheets. All right, that, I'm telling you that that West that West Pennsylvania Ohio grouping of people out there are really going to have something to say. But um, leave it in the comments, guys. If if John's kind of talking out of line here, if if we're talking out of line, if if we're not uh if we're missing something please let us know uh yeah. you know we're 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 not perfect right we make mistakes and um it's up to you guys to to hold us in line and hold us accountable here so you know i think that's going to be it for uh for the first episode and and again um excited to bring you some more content we're 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 excited to do this for you guys and um you've just experienced a dh pod yeah guys Thanks for tuning in. If you want to reach out to us, hit us up at the dhpod at gmail.com. And uh, we're looking forward to many more episodes and many more topics and kind of get you guys laughing a little bit. That's our goal. Yeah. So yeah. If there's content you want to hear, if there's topics you want to hear, if there's something that you want to get our opinion on, if you want to contribute to the show, like John said, the dhpod at gmail, send us an email. We're going to get all our links and all that stuff up. Leave us comments, subscribe, like. We appreciate it so much. And uh, episode two coming soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you.